1: So we're back with another episode that you never thought we'd make it this far but i'm really excited because we're both back
2: so um, number three yeah let's go
1: <laughs> um so my name is Jason, and i'm drew and we're just two idiot girls here to talk here to share just, things and just talking just talking so today's topic, uh, the name of this episode is women aren't allowed to literally like anything. That's literally the rules. We're not allowed to like anything without being made fun of or anything of like that, right? Vilified. Literally. So we wanted to go into, me and Drew are a long time stand slash like fangirls of things, of many Period. things. And I'm very Period. excited that this was like the first thing we were like, let's start a podcast. This was the number one thing we wanted to talk about was <laughs> yeah. loving things unapologetically yeah. And you know, it's fun, especially when you're younger, it's so much fun. So yeah. the word that we're gonna define today is Stan, which I from my understanding was started by um Eminem yeah. when he wrote that really creepy song about the overcrazed fan. Um yeah. but on Google, Stan is defined as an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity.
2: What do you think yes. of that? I think that Stan is a more modern term because we used to just be called fangirls. Literally. So, yeah. like fangirls, we're fangirls, we're fangirls. And then people get more creative as we get older. So,
1: me and you have three very distinct um, periods of our life where we stand different things. So, the first stand yes. like moment we can really like kind of pinpoint for us was being obsessed with my chemical romance from like, I want to say like 2005 to 2007, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The emo I would say era. that's accurate. Yeah. The emo era where everyone loved. Period. Yeah. We spent a whole summer at my grandpa's Big house. Big hot and-
2: topic. <laughs> Literally. big hot top big right. hot topic energy
1: right yeah all summer we would just watch music videos on mtv and the helena one and i mean sugar were going down and whatever it was like all we ever watched but my yeah. over romance she was our bread and butter let me tell you people she was it she,
2: she really was she she was the blueprint for our mm-hmm. she was the moment yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he really was also we were super goth. not i wouldn't say goth i guess just like alternative Mm -hmm. uh super into hardcore punk and like (laughs) Dayson was kind of the starting the starter of all of that for me because she liked it and that was when i was going through my phase of copying everything she did literally if you're an older
1: sibling you know the torment and torture of having a sibling very close to your age literally copy everything you do
2: yeah, and I did being- everything she did. Everything she did, everything she liked, all of her interests and everything were mine. And even like it went so far as like her MySpace layout, if she learned how to code something <laughs> fucking awesome, I would literally I would literally copy it almost exactly just because I thought it was so cool. Yeah, but really? we both we both genuinely loved My Chemical Romance. Yeah. And we both had our faves. Like, Jason was a Gerard girl.
1: Yeah, the lead singer type of girly.
2: Yeah, and I was uh- a <laughs> I was a fucking I was a absolute slut for the guitarist Ray Toro if you're listening to this Ray Toro I still <laughs> love you <laughs> I think it's because I I'm, I've always been into long hair so yeah if you look epic. back
1: well when we were thinking of planning this episode I thought of how you loved Corbin Blue and I was
2: thinking this whore is just <laughs> love long hair from the yeah, yeah. From gym yeah Qui-Gon oh my god like, I, oh my god Qui-Gon Jin, bro the the OG <laughs> Liam Neeson with long hair honestly deck me bro right literally I, I brought the half up hair
1: down half a half down hairdo to the market
2: <laughs> I literally was such a slut for long hair on men I just have always been like that but Ray Toro was always I'm always team brown too like sure if there was a group whoever was the most ethnic, ethnic that's, who that's what mean. i'm leaning towards yeah sure. yeah i'm t- i'm down for the brown always so yeah like, if tall, you think of
1: like the, the we used to like the backstreet boys but like we were like five and four like not really yeah. and drew love yeah. howie the one ethnic one of the group i'm like <laughs> and the one that nobody else no liked. one
2: likes that one <laughs> nobody <laughs> liked howie uh you know what howie if you're listening to this justice I, for howie i was here for you <laughs> i was <laughs> I was holding you down, Howie, and I and I still remember to this day. I got a Happy Meal toy, and it was Howie, and I Shut was up. like, "Oh my God!" I still remember he had a. It was in the one of their music video outfits. Remember, when they made toys for Happy Meals. Yeah. And it was like blue and yellow his outfit, and he had long hair. And okay. I remember looking at the thing, and I was like, "This is." destiny yeah. out of all the boys I could have gotten
1: <laughs> I'm four he's 19 it's gotta work
2: <laughs> I know there we go I'm, I'm I've been a, <laughs> I forgot about howie
1: <laughs> Wait, this is a great howie. transition into our first point which that was yeah. when we loved michael ruinitz there was obviously a huge age difference so like oh I'm 12 God, yeah. I'm 12 gerard Way's 30 that's an 18 year age difference and I'm like and we're gonna get married
2: dude I don't know what you. Toro, was older. He was like 35 or yeah. something like that. And, and I'm 12.
1: I, yeah, you're 10. And you're like I was I 10. Think this is going to happen.
2: I have told Billy before too that I genuinely thought that I would marry Ray Toro, like I was convinced more yeah. so more so than Nick Jonas. Like yeah. I was more Commence. It's so yeah.
1: funny too because, like, we talk about how, like, we went from loving my chemical romance to the Jonas brothers, which is the next yeah, part. um absolutely. But in terms of loving my chemical romance, like, it's such dark content that they're talking about, especially with yeah. Jared Way. Like, he was an alcoholic and had a lot yeah. of like mental issues and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, we had obviously, I have every my chemical romance that, that, oh, I'm kind of a fake fan because i stopped after the black parade i'm not gonna lie i didn't care for the next stuff. sorry but their second album or i guess it was considered the third was life on the murder scene it had a dvd yeah. in and i was so excited because i was like i can only watch the same clips of you guys on youtube for so long i right. need new content and it was such a depressing film obviously like shows like his struggles with alcoholism and how the band yeah. really wanted to help him and all this stuff. And yeah. we would watch this. So I'm like 13. Yeah,
2: how old are we? Like yeah, 13, 12, 11. 10. Change
1: your tears apart. Yeah. yeah. And we're watching this on our TV in our shared bedroom on our bunk beds. And we watch it as we go to sleep every night.
2: <laughs> yeah. We literally, yeah. We every night. Put that for those of you who don't know, CDs were a thing once. Yeah. DVDs. Time. Yeah. So it's like, so like the, the, it was almost like the deluxe version of what? Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge had a dvd attached to it so no like the Dayson- dvd
1: was in a different album and the, in the oh, second okay. one with that's life on the mercy that one had like unreleased tracks or in life okay. tracks and yeah stuff. yeah
2: yeah so that's where yeah so Dayson would always ask for those for her birthday christmas mm. like she would always ask for the new cds and the deluxe versions of everything yeah so she asked for that and we would literally go fall asleep like sweet dreams right at 10 11 years old (laughs) to them to them cussing and like talking about doing drugs and like struggling with alcoholism we're like
1: laying in bed watching i had like wake up listening hearing the desert song that's how i knew this the film was over
2: (laughs) on my bunk bed
1: watching it yeah about drew started the movie that was like our our, that's our white noise
2: (laughs) yeah literally that's our white noise machine yeah and honestly honestly shout out to our mom because mm-hmm. she was so supportive of us, even though the that whole freaked time. her out that yeah, we liked that stuff. <laughs> okay. She, <laughs> was, she was like, "I, you know what? It's a little freaky, but I support <laughs> you guys. Like, and she went, um, she got us tickets to go watch mm-hmm. them on, when they went on tour for the Black Parade. That was my very first concert. I was yeah. 10 years old.
1: I Avenged like, Sevenfold. No, I just lied to you. It was Rise Against opened. I yeah. wish it was eventful, but and no, it was Rise Against. The,
2: it was at the arena next to Disneyland.
1: The Anaheim yeah. Convention Center. There you go. Dude, my we mom went... took us. We took Drew's little, our little white my cousin. My Yeah, our good friend.
2: My friend Rook. Shout and, out Brooke.
1: um <laughs> And it was like life changing because I had been to so many concerts before. Also speaking of this concert, um Drew slapped my face at school the week we were going to this concert and then Isn't my mom the same week it's the same week and my mom said do you want her to go to the concert and I said no and then Drew was like crying That's and then when so Drew left fun. the room I told my mom I do want her to go but I want her to learn her lesson to not fucking slap my face
2: <laughs> okay cool. hold on hold on hold on there's <laughs> context required <laughs> because I as we've went over already I was, was annoying an obsessed, I was obsessed with Dayson, and I wanted to be friends with her and all <laughs> you and were
1: I, a stan yeah
2: I was a stan of Dayson. And whatever she liked and her friends so i was trying to hang out with them and she was being mean to me because she didn't want me to sit with her and her friends in the quad which is the cool place to sit oh, man. Yeah. and when i was she told me get out of here right <laughs> and i was like okay so i turned to leave and she threw a grape stem at my head and it got caught in my hair and everybody laughed and then she laughed and then she came over to get out of my out of my hair and i turned around and i slapped her across the face now was this the best choice no no
1: on some like bad girls club type shit i I was like what are we doing
2: and you know when you hit your sibling and you're like they're gonna fucking narc on me so i have to like and i was telling your days like i'm sorry bro (laughs) like i'm sorry i was telling (laughs) like i was like hit me back because for those of you who don't know is a fucking tattletale so i would tell she's been that way. i'm a narc at heart what can i say (laughs) So I would tell her, I literally was telling her, bro, like hit me back. Dog. No, but like, be- if
1: I did that to you, you would tell on me. Are you joking? Dog, dog, come on.
2: Any if, normal person would have done it. Dog, if you, all you your older
1: siblings me- out there, put your put your responses in the comments. Please.
2: If you if you begged me not to tell, I wouldn't. <laughs> and you, I begged you not to tell, and you said I won't. And as soon as we got home, you fucking told. So I was like, I you
1: humiliated be- me. Why did I say it like that? You humiliate. I can't say that word in front of my crush <laughs> you had who, a, which one who grew which up ton? to be a meninist so we don't need to name drop him <laughs> anyways but you embarrassed me in front of my seventh grade crush and who was my crush well, through all of middle school but and,
2: and i and I for an eye because we embarrassed each other didn't we
1: so anyway anyways we did get to go to the concert it was yeah. a blast in a glass my mom took us to indoor soccer if you grew up playing club soccer you i hope you're like us indoor soccer was the bane of my existence and we used to beg my mom to not take us because i hated it but she took us and she said we're going to the concert right after and that bitch took us to in and out before too and i was like well, what is it my birthday like where are she, we going next she out here whining and dining
2: right nice. i remember my Shout grandpa
1: mom. my grandpa took us to hot topic at the mall to pick an outfit for the concert like we just I grew up like that. with the most supportive family period
2: they're yeah, like period. look at these little
1: weirdos they're singing songs about yes. like cutting yourself i <laughs> mean you know like really upset and we're like woo like and we'd be like oh I'm emo and then we'd be like at soccer like joking about re- like Spongebob like just well had so much love for this group and I think too yeah. like, at a young age like it really like resonated with me wh- with how he felt because I'm naturally very anxious I didn't know I had anxiety at the time and I think I yeah. found like solace and like refuge in that group and that's why I love well, one of the many reasons I love them so much yeah
2: yeah, and Dayson's always had a very eclectic taste in music, like a very, very uh cool taste in music, I guess. Come on, yeah. And she's and she she leans towards mainstream stuff too. So like we literally just like got so attached to that band, I think, because we loved their music. And then it was also something for us to bond over to. Yeah, because, which we hadn't
1: had. So yeah, that we, was, didn't, yeah. we didn't
2: have anything like that specifically, but mm-hmm. we've always been very close, but something about that band kind of kickstarted our fangirl relationship over. yeah yeah and our just dedication to groups right yeah. like we, we were a big fan of groups so like we went to the concert it was a fucking blast and i was at my very first concert it was dayson's like fourth mm-hmm. concert or something but that was my very first concert i ever went to which i'm proud of because mm-hmm. the next seven were all are <laughs> dedicated all-
1: to this next segment <laughs>
2: exactly
1: uh which is uh the jonas brothers i remember very specifically i was at my friend courtney's house like in between Mm -hmm. soccer games or something and we were watching tv in a room and we're watching disney channel and the video for SOS came on, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that? And why the fuck he <laughs> wait?
2: Why, why the fuck you in my drawers yet? Wait, <laughs> hold on! You forgot though. Like we had seen Year Three Thousand.
1: Oh, we made fun of them. A million yeah, but times, they, if yeah. you look at those videos, they don't even look the same at all. Yeah. And if like- you
2: guys, if you guys remember, if you're a true Jonas brother, fucking fan, Disney like stan from the jump, yeah. from the jump, you remember that they used to play music videos during commercial breaks sometimes mm-hmm. on Disney. The Show. same one and the same like whichever one they were trying to get big (laughs) so they played year 3000 like a million times yeah and we know now it's a cover but at the time we thought we we thought they wrote that song yeah (laughs) so we were like this song is lame like we were were talking all that shit and then something happened when they changed vibes like they changed looks and then SOS came -hmm. And I said, This is it now. This is what I'm dedicating my entire fucking
1: My entire personality will now be this.
2: (laughs) Literally. Dude, do
1: you remember uh, on MySpace when they used to do their like you like everyone thinks Instagram comedy was started by Amanda Cerny? I would like to say that I think it was started by the Jonas brothers on their YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they (laughs) they would do like skits and stuff.
2: Oh my god, yeah. They had like the Nick Jonas show and stuff like that. So like when they make content now and it's Making fun of or reenacting the shit they used to make on MySpace, like people are like, I don't get this. That's because you weren't fucking there. You weren't weren't there there. on the ground floor. It's not
1: for you. It's for me. Like
2: like the rest of us. Some of us have put in the work over the (laughs) put in the hours. Yeah, to recognize. So we saw we saw SOS, and we were like, that's it for me. This is what I'm dedicating the next six years of my life to. Mm -hmm. And we just became. biggest fans like yeah it turned in it it transcended Mm -hmm. being a fan so Mm -hmm. that's why like the hysteria is very accurate very real like yeah and they but they were like they were next level celebrities like. yeah
1: and like for us like i'm sure anyone who loved the jonas brothers like around this time period if you're around our age yeah. uh, like the difference between loving Michael kind and the jonas brothers was that the jonas brothers were closer to our age so i'm like yeah. oh 18 year age gap with mcr but with the jonas brothers i'm like oh joe who is my favorite of course because every every lesbian every ever lesbian. has always said <laughs> That oh when your best friends made you pick your favorite Jonas brother you always pick Joe because he looked the most like a lesbian and I didn't think about that but now it all kind of makes sense <laughs> if you think about it big picture wise right but yeah, um and they're and only a few it, years it, older than me
2: no shit huh yeah I was a knit girl so that was me and you know what did I know that he was five six and even at 13 years old I was taller than him yeah I knew that and Looking did back. I care did I care no I didn't so I was like, even when I found that I was like and I'm gonna stop growing I didn't I didn't stop growing I do like <laughs> five more inches after that So I think like with them, like you said, it was much more tangible to us Mm -hmm. because we were older at the time and they were a lot closer to us in age. Mm -hmm. So like I was just telling Dace that I was talking about this with my last girl, but like that era of the Jonas Brothers being at the very apex of pop culture. With Anything people, that like,
1: touched them made it, yeah. was, was immediately famous. Like, yeah. I love Taylor Swift with all my heart, but you have to give credit that when she started dating Joe, or it was speculated yeah. that they dated and then she did the thing on Ellen, that really yeah. set her off. Come
2: on. They launched her. Well, yeah. and then so... When me and Days, like, fell in love with the Jonas Brothers, mm-hmm. we were like, we have to go see them in concert. Yeah. And once again, my mom was there Being for the us. goat that she is. Yeah, she, yeah. And she, we did a real 180 from, like, the God music to, yeah. like. <laughs> to <laughs> so
1: the, wanting to die to, like, yeah, Rebo's you know? and unicorns, yeah.
2: Exactly. So we went to our very first Jonas Brothers concert in Vegas at mm-hmm. Play in Hollywood. And I remember when we went to that concert, we skipped school. And we flew. This to bitch Vegas. flew
1: us. We felt so yeah. rich. Like yeah, mommy we always says, she spent. Yeah, she spent her first bonus she ever got at her corporate job at the time.
2: Yeah. On that trip, it was I know, incredible. and it was, and it was fucking incredible. And mm-hmm. we went with our friends, and I remember we chased the bus afterwards, mm-hmm. and they saw us and waved at us. And that they really meant
1: so much. And
2: it was funny because when they were t- when we were chasing them like we were first of all I was like 11 and I could run for hours so yeah. I was like this is nothing this is nothing to me now well, I'm on like, the freeway yeah, yeah literally mm-hmm. so we were like there from
1: the jump come so on that's what I was <laughs> at the when you look me in the eyes tour bitch
2: literally and I still have the program from that mm-hmm. concert too because I saved it forever so that like kick-started I was like, yeah, just a further confirmation that this is all I'm going to think about and care about for the next six years Yeah, them. These men that don't even fucking know I exist. So we like went to how many more after that? Like five more concerts after that?
1: Yeah, no. So one of my friends, she had tickets. She was like my Jonas brother homie. So yeah. um, her dad got us tickets for that one that my mom paid for me, my sister, my friend to go to. And then the next day, we flew to LA, like from Vegas, flew to LAX and went and saw the exact same concert at the Gibson Amphitheater at Universal (laughs) Studios. Try to chase the bus again, but in LA, it's so much harder because there's way more fans there in Vegas. Like it it wasn't like that for whatever reason. And then later that year we saw them at wango tango shout out kiss the if you're from southern california we went Damn, to that wango
2: tango was the on, place man. yeah be... we saw that Miley coachella.
1: Cyrus. yeah that was coachella for us yeah we saw yeah. miley cyrus perform um we saw snoop dog pitbull like we saw yeah. a bunch of like random um artists and stuff yeah. perform at it was there.
2: a real random lineup that's yeah for sure. but we're like the jonas brothers are going to be there so lie we went to every single tour of theirs mm-hmm. until we got older, and they kind of aged out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like we That's didn't when go we to stopped, the tour, but we went to every Demi, single one.
1: Yeah, we didn't go to the tour that Demi got kicked off of. That was the I remember the, that yeah. was the last one we didn't go to. We went to the one before that.
2: Oh, but. and and we never went to the one when they were with uh, Hannah Montana, the Best of Both Worlds. One. Oh yeah, no, but that was the other the movie. One. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was I. We just have so many. Embarrassing pictures and stuff from that mm-hmm. era. And it was something that like drove us almost. Like it was something that we were so dedicated to mm-hmm. and like loved. And obviously, like there was nothing but jokes about fans and yeah. like women, like, you know, the girls, like the hysteria over it and all yeah. of that. But we did not give a
0: fuck. No, like, I we remember, didn't care at all.
1: Yeah. When I went to high school, this is like right before I'm about to age out of my Jonas Brothers era. I yeah. had a Camp Rock backpack that I religiously wore to school and then on every <laughs> one of the three brothers and the little brother, the the one that all every Gen Z likes, I would put a birthday message on my backpack saying happy birthday, whoever it was, Joe, you did it too. Don't act like you didn't do it. Cause you did it too. She's actually surprised, and we would fucking do this together. And I would tape it to my backpack and wear it to school. I
2: don't know. I don't know. You're about full that, of bro.
1: shit. <laughs> don't believe anything she's saying. We
2: would wake up early
1: before school and do this
0: I together. I don't
1: know about that. But anyways, I would wear that to school, and boys would make fun of me. And I would be like, "You're just mad because I didn't do this for your birthday." Yeah, like, we, who
2: cares? We truly did not give a fuck bro yeah. like we didn't care at all and i think that speaks a lot to our personalities because yeah because we like truly genuinely didn't care when we would hang out with our girlfriends and we would talk about them like it was almost like they felt safe so they could talk about how much they liked them mm-hmm. too you know what i mean so mm-hmm. and we didn't and we didn't fucking care i'm like i don't, I don't give a fuck who asked me a yeah and what of it and Here i used to go-
1: think and there was no social media at the time except for myspace so it wasn't yeah. like when we liked one direction you could follow them on twitter and see yeah, like oh literally. spotted so we would whatever we read was in um freaking pop sugar whatever magazine 14 yeah J-14. tiger tiger be yeah and my mom would like take us on little like mommy and me dates like me her and drew and we go to chili's for dinner and we would talk about it like we knew them. we're like yeah i saw nick in the latest edition of-. oh and my god I know. my mom would just entertain us and i'll never forget this she was like are you joking she's like i'm I'm like yeah they're all virgins because they all have the purity ring and my mom <laughs> verbatim told us that she went are you freaking kidding me they're on that bus and the, the back of the bus getting bjs from local like fans and stuff and i was, like, yeah, I was like don't you ever talk about them like that <laughs> and little and did never- we find out however many years later in their documentary that's on amazon prime that they were in fact whoring around like normal men do they were
2: just sucking and fucking their way through the united states <laughs> honestly though at that point like are we surprised like no as we got older i think we kind of were just like eh, like we just kind of aged out of it a little bit yeah which is, which is fine i mean that's what's supposed to happen yeah
1: like, you grow up change your interests yeah
2: interest. Exactly. And then it just got to a point where it was kind of like, mm, like, was really, it wasn't giving. It wasn't yeah. giving anymore. What needed
1: to be like giving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It wasn't giving like how it did when I was 13. And then we rolled into our next segment, which is uh, One Direction. So, man. I what a time when one direction came on the scene like at that point like twitter and facebook and instagram were already we're live. alive they, yeah they weren't they weren't where they're at today obviously yeah. but they were starting mm-hmm. and i think that's a big reason why they were a lot bigger because yeah, they could because of the
1: spread of social media they can get yeah. faster yeah
2: and i remember seeing people talk about them and i was like i don't want to and i remember telling days i don't want to look it up because I don't have the energy to get dedicated like that again. I just had soccer
1: anything. in high school to think yeah, of like, I, I got another
2: man in there. Yeah. I was like, too many balls in the air. You know what I mean? Like, who has well, the time? And
1: like, it was presented as being cringy, like their band. Yeah, it was. It was presented it was, as being yeah. cringy, which is part of the entire theme of the whole thing. Like, everything else was presented as being cool. And then once it, like, but we liked it anyways, even if people didn't think it was cool. But yeah. in One Direction, it was presented as being cringy and for kids. So we're like, I'm not a yeah. kid. I'm 16. So I'm so
2: grown now. I'm too old and for this. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, I literally told Melissa this the other day, but I remember <laughs> talking to you about it. And we were both like, Yeah, no, it's probably. But at the so same time, light. we were like,
1: The I emoji going, mm. Yeah, we're like,
2: yeah, like, and then I, I remember Maybe I just one up, video. Yeah, I saw someone post something about their one of their songs, so I looked up the like i looked them up and i saw their video for the acoustic version of one thing man it's still on youtube go watch it it's a vivo and special that they did i you, think yeah you you go watch that and you tell me that that doesn't make you fucking make you have to change your fucking chonies bitch. <laughs> make you cream know jeans bitch yeah, yeah, yeah let me see that, you tell me that doesn't make you want to <laughs> make you want to do vibrato something doesn't yeah yeah <laughs> I watched that and I was like fuck dude like now 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 I have to do this now I'm in it,
1: so I'm doing it to me, yeah.
2: And I told Dace and I said, "You gotta look it up, bro." I looked it up. We you gotta. You watched do it
1: that on our iPod touches.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally, I was literally looking up on the home computer. You know, there used to only be one computer in the house. shared, look, yeah. Yeah, we'd look it up and watched it, and then I was like, "Well, R.I.P. to me." I Here guess. We go. All my free time is going to be dedicated to this, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that we were on the same level as the Jonas Brothers. I think just because we were older,
1: but I think it was different because it definitely was an yeah. obsession. Like we would like track their flights. Like if you were a One D fan around 2012 to 2000 uh, yeah. whatever 15 16 especially yeah. in 2012 when they first got big in america and they, i remember their first tour here when they were on iCarly when they were on the kids trip, like stuff like that yeah if yeah. you were a fan in that time period where they would do those weird live streams on like random sites I've, i can't even think of no i think it was a different obsession we're like okay they're traveling to florida today from georgia where are they and why haven't i seen anything on twitter yeah, i think it was i
2: think it was a lot less like buying shit like buying mm-hmm. like like magazines and shit yeah and more so just like keeping up with them on everything on social media yeah. just on every everything, everything like figuring out what they're doing and i remember too like how many one direction we saw them three times so we went to the very first tour in america yeah. and uh, that was really fun we iconic a- at, the yeah. We're at the honda center let's go at the honda center and we saw the jonas brothers there a few times too so twice to-
1: and we have to be in the 3d movie
2: yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, how do we not talk about that? We were literally there when the Jonas Brothers filmed their 3D movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah. But we were literally there when mm-hmm. they filmed that and we didn't know who Taylor Swift was. No,
1: I like kind of heard of her, but not really. And then she had to perform her heard of her cover twice because they like they fucked, fucked up, up the recording. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyways, so we saw one direction there, we saw them at the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. We and then we saw them again at their arena tour. Well, like one the of last, last ones. one they did, that's, yeah. And it was the without one you for me. yeah.
1: And you, you bought that for my for your birthday. birthday, yeah, yeah. And I so qualcomm.
2: that was a fucking blast, like going and seeing them. But I think, yeah, the obsession was probably just different. It was mm-hmm. less tangible and more like online. And I remember too when they would be in California.
1: Oh man, our,
2: our like our Twitters would be like we would just be looking constantly man, like, where are they
1: we don't yeah, even like live in LA and we're like man maybe they'll come out this way
2: maybe. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe they'll stop by in our little in our tiny town yeah yeah and I and I remember when we were on Twitter once I don't know what I was doing oh you know what I used to do I used to okay before when you could retweet things you this could is change a,
1: this is another example of how annoying my sister is so yeah <laughs> go ahead finish the story <laughs> Everyone should know this right here. Before,
2: <laughs> before, before you could, when you would retweet, you could change what they wrote. So like yeah. it wouldn't be like separated. So I would, I, I would do this shit where I would, I would retweet what they wrote and I would erase it and I would make it so it looked like it was addressed <laughs> to me. And I would do that shit to be funny, but it was also like, I don't know. Are you going to notice me? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, And I would do it to be funny because it would make me laugh. And I remember I was doing it that day. They were in LA. Mm -hmm. And I had like several girls hit me up on Twitter and they were like, oh my gosh are you with them and i was literally pretending like i was with them in their hotel and i fucking wasn't i was literally at home miles away from la and i was telling them oh like we can't go outside there's too many girls like i don't know what the <laughs> fuck i'm talking I can about-
1: ask the boys but and she was like i won't give out any information <laughs> well, why is my sister so embarrassing
2: you know what manifestation is real <laughs> so i truly believe that if i if i did shit like that enough that they'd be like, yeah, maybe we'll hang out with this girl. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I, I, I just, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta be your own hero. <laughs> so, so I was like, we like, I would do stupid shit like that just for funds. But like, we were so convinced that like maybe we could run into them at some point if yeah. we paid close enough attention mm-hmm. to like Twitter or, or what the fuck ever. But they were massive they like transcended a different level of fame than mm-hmm. the Brothers and they were used. alive
1: and a thing during the era of tumblr so oh, before we got God. on we were talking about Brittany broski's video where she went through her tumblr and it was so fucking funny because we related to yeah. literally everything she said not yeah, so much the tum- 1975 list. stuff but yeah, definitely no. um on all of the one direction the bad girl yeah mm-hmm. one direction stuff like she was talking about how povs like i was like it's called pov you're watching me read uh one direction smut we (laughs) were just absolute because i didn't really care for um wattpad i would read stuff on there but i liked it better when it was on tumblr for whatever reason it wasn't the
2: same as it it was Yeah, that's why it
1: didn't hit the same and we would read imagines and well i loved imagines and one shots because they were really quick but man did my sister consume a lot of fan fiction like girl you gotta try this one
2: i did read a lot of one direction fan fiction and you know what sue me so what? i i i guess you could call me one f- I'm, I'm a reader i'm someone who's more of a bookworm so <laughs> readers I, I, are readers, yeah. so you know i remember i used to go on websites to look for them because tumblr would have them but like sometimes they'd be unfinished and like yeah. i i'm someone who needs to know what happens oh,
1: you know what's one that i think of every time i think of fan fiction it was this very specific one about Harry Styles, obviously, and Kendall Jenner. Mind you, we're both in fucking college and we're sending each other (laughs) (laughs) links to this shit
2: and i sent her this one i found on tumblr <laughs> <laughs> in which you okay. to college classes, listen, listen to doing. me listen to me we were in college but still how old were we like 17 i was 17 when i went to
1: college uh, no i yeah i i had to have been at least 20 when i was sending this to you <laughs> <laughs> i had to have been at least 20 when i sent this to you but it was one <laughs> with harry styles and kendall jenner and they were like, but she was his stylist or something. I no, 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 no. Oh no, no. you are you're the stylist. The yeah, yeah, yeah you are the, the stylist. And then Kendall's like, no, I don't even like him. Like we're fake dating for you know PR or whatever. And, and this then, was
2: when they were speculated to have yeah. been dating. So yeah. I sent
1: this to Drew and I'm all get a load my me typing furiously on my HP laptop get a load of this one but yeah.
2: it is so good I think I had to and email me, it too because I didn't have yeah. texting on my HP. and, and me on my uh, on my Vizio I was literally like Vizio oh my god laptop. my Vizio laptop my touchscreen laptop <laughs> oh my god dude that's so that's why I said no we both were like no you're the song. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't you're Kendall the- it was you <laughs> yeah and you're you're the fucking it's the it's the tale as old as time where you like yeah. you take out you take off your glasses and he's like oh my god oh, like what you see mate <laughs> i can't believe that you're actually beautiful without your glasses like on." no haza i don't like you like that <laughs>
1: but you know what we used to read fan fiction i tried to read fan fiction for my commitments i got in trouble because i was 12 and should not have been on that part of the internet and then we used to read fan fiction for the jonas brothers on myspace it was never graphic so i think graduating to one direction fan fiction yeah we were like oh this is i can't stop reading it but i know it's a lot when we're reading it you (laughs) know
2: like it's like okay it's like one of those things where you're like, like you, you're like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're making gonna, the eye emojis, like, mm, yeah, yeah, mm, I'm gonna finish this. Yeah, you need to know where the story goes. Like yeah. that's what you tell yourself. Like, but the writing just, is so good. Yeah, it's so good. Like it's not about the smut. It's yeah. not about that. And you're like such a fucking liar. So I know. Why, it's
1: so funny. Every One Direction fan did this, and if you didn't, ev- you're well, a liar.
2: everybody, yeah, and every fangirl at some point or another, even like at this point. In the world when, like, BTS is is so fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Like, there is countless fanfiction and stuff like that out there about them. And I know there's, there's fanfiction about fucking everything. Like, everything. Game of Thrones. Literally, like, POVs and Imagine. That's what they used to be called, Imagines. Or, like, what are one-shots. They one-shots? Yeah. yeah, one-shot. That's what they used to be called on Tumblr and shit. So when povs became a thing like when tiktok emerged and all of that mm-hmm. it's like a tangible pov i'm like you guys are so fucking lucky because the rest of us had to use our brains yeah my imagination it. to imagine to, what that would look like yeah i had to imagine it but now you have like people who dedicate like time and effort to make yeah oh POVs man especially
1: you. during the draco malfoy like the chokehold that oh the draco God, malfoy God. povs and, had there, there was and all that
2: I was and obsessed. Dyson uh, Jason is such a slut for, like, Bucky and, like... Oh, uh, yeah. Bro, like, the Bucky and Loki, like, POVs and wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. It, it's, like, people are so fucking creative, and access yeah. to all this technology has mm-hmm. changed the game for, like, mm-hmm. fandoms. Yeah. So I'm, like, you guys are so lucky, because some of us were fucking pilgrims and had to read it and imagine... <laughs> it had our to read friends. it
1: on a scroll and then yeah. imagine it in my yeah. head.
2: <laughs> I And that's why, like... I've talked about the fan fiction that I wrote, which Jason has read, mm-hmm. and I started a sequel and I never finished it. Yeah,
1: and I did like, all the I, graphics and made the MySpace account for exactly, it.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, <literally, laughs> Dason, Dason, I was like, I'm, I'm the create, I'm the writer, and you're, you're the creative genius when it comes to how we're gonna. Yeah. This. Like we were convinced that we were gonna be a Jonas Brother like fan fiction MySpace page. Remember?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> we just it was like too much work, and then we, we, and then you know oh what? my God. Right? While we were typing out, we felt embarrassed. We we're like. <laughs> <laughs> and i was just telling jerome maybe we like table this one maybe
2: we wait yeah well and then we turned 15 16 years old and we were like mm. and i this I isn't my promised, journey anymore i promised everyone i'm i'm looking for my fan fiction i know everyone's i
1: personally me. think you threw it away on accident or we were just like that's maybe. embarrassing Burn her i'm
2: i'm still but looking. you
1: have a you have a backup you have a backup plan yeah. that is just i do have a backup plan yeah
2: but i will tell you this if i can't find the physical copy of it i remember the story so aggressively it's mm-hmm. not even funny
1: come so on I, red high top converse that's
2: I. that's what i said in my messy in my, low
1: bun I posted, mascara.
2: In, <laughs> I posted in my ig story too like like when i was talking about it and i was like funny is i didn't even put myself in the fucking story like i i didn't put like i didn't your name that shit i literally put another girl as the. Main i'll give you some hints the main character in my story was miley cyrus right mm-hmm. <laughs> the jealous brothers and then the 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 villain in my story was selena gomez which <laughs> is like who i don't know what it was about selena gomez the villain in my story was selena gomez oh you know why because she looked most like you and she didn't nearly get the time of day with nick like she deserved okay so selena gomez poor thing got played by nick jonas and by justin bieber Bieber. i was saying that nick jonas is the perfect example that i have of virgo men being the worst
1: Mm, virgo men are
2: so fucking toxic so i was literally like i don't know why I think it was just at the time, like, Selena Gomez was always kind of painted to be the-, the villain in the media. She was yeah. kind of, like, the other woman. That's how yeah. they painted her a lot. He which cheated is so on Miley with her. And- yeah, yeah. And it was, like, all her fault. And, like, mm. her being in the burning up video was, like, people saying, like, Shade. Kim- yeah. Like, why would she do that to her? Yeah. And, you know, they're like, they're all kids at the time. And Miley, has even said, like, they, they kind of pitted us against each other. Mm-hmm. That's who the villain was in my story. It was Selena Gomez. And give 13-year-old me a break, right? Because I was always wishing I was, like, the main character, like Miley Cyrus. Not that Selena Gomez wasn't very popular at the time but she was always painted to be the bad guy so like my main my main character was Miley Cyrus obviously the Jonas Brothers my main romance was with Nick Jonas obviously (laughs) because I was a Nick girl and everybody else was side characters that's why I'm like that those are the only hints I'll give you but I just couldn't believe I didn't even fucking put myself in the story I literally was living vicariously (laughs) through somebody else I was more of a consumer of One Direction content than I was of a, a connoisseur You know what I mean? I wasn't putting out One Direction content. I was just consuming it all the time. Also, we didn't even talk about who we were, what girls we were. I was a hairy girl, obviously. Yeah. Dude,
1: I was a Liam girl. And that feels so embarrassing to admit. Yeah. Because, uh, but you know what? He was one of the best singers. So I'll give him that. But yeah him I'm kidding yeah Zayn was the he best was. singer
2: by far and I wish I was a Zayn girl for sure and I mm-hmm. remember too when we would read stuff about them like they didn't give a fuck like they they were bringing girls back to their hotels all the fucking time like they didn't give a shit they didn't fucking care at all and that was something new for us too huh because the Jonas Brothers yeah. were so in, like discreet about shit yeah. like that well and
1: there was no social media if they had twitter and shit at the time they'd be like Nick just took back two girls to his room like, yeah would, literally that's true Yeah. yeah. I'll so never mainstream. forget you said you know why they're so big? And I was like, "Why?" And you said because it's like they're singing to every girl ever. Like when yeah. you listen to the Jonas Brothers, you're like, "Oh, you're singing to like skinny white people, like skinny white girls." Yeah, yeah. It was One Direction. Like I was listening to a One Direction next the other day, and I couldn't stop laughing listening to Little Things. Um, <laughs> like I remember staying up in my college dorm to listen to it on the British radio that I someone <laughs> put a link to on Tumblr for it to premiere.
0: Yeah. And I remember
1: laying in my bed like, "Oh my god, they're singing about me!" And just, I still just I saw a tiktok that says this song is literally like i don't care that you're a fat bitch i still love you that's yeah, literally what like, that song's
2: about all those things you fucking hate about yourself i'm kind of okay with them. i'm i'm gonna accept them for you the song's about being like a good friend and shit i'm like i don't want to fucking hear that shit i no. want to hear about me are gonna romance me? me yeah without done since
1: okay all right. Well, I think the way that we can, you know, help, you know, women, especially young girls when they're into things that, you know, bring them joy or exciting is by yeah. not making fun of people period for whatever gender they identify or whatever for yeah. their interest. There's nothing wrong with like drew those video games. I think they're kind of like boring. Um, but you know, <laughs> women get made fun of in video games for liking video games all the time. So I don't know, yeah. get a new, get a new joke. It's not funny
2: anything that's just remotely close to what women may like or Mm -hmm. adore uh, gets made fun of. So, Mm -hmm. and I was telling days in that the funny, the irony of that is that when women like it, it succeeds no matter what, Mm -hmm. because women, because women buy shit. So Mm -hmm. women will buy tickets. They'll buy merch. They'll buy like toys. They'll buy food. If you have a toy, you know what I mean? Like they'll buy anything that you put out because women if they like it, they're gonna like it a hundred percent. Yeah. So like the I the, the mm-hmm. irony is if women latch on to it, it's gonna succeed no matter what. Yeah. So that's how the fuck you should be looking at it and not look at it like oh women like it, so it's fucking lame. Yeah. Any just anything that women like succeeds and it and it Overachieves, right? Mm-hmm. So like any boy band that's blown up is because of women. Yeah. Any artist that's blown up is because of women. T V show any yeah. any any actor, any movie, mm-hmm. any TV show. And when women like it, it's it overachieves, it succeeds. Yeah. So women truly drive the pop culture entertainment mm-hmm. industry. So that's how I fucking look at it. So if women mm. like you, you're doing something right. That's what I think. Yeah. So and to
1: all the women out there who are embarrassed to express their interests or things that they're really, you know, excited about, dude, fuck everyone mm. and like what you like and share it with yeah. other people. It's so nice to see, like, when you meet someone that likes something that you like, and I'm sure someone's looking for you. But
2: that's it. I think today for our episode yep. of Two Idiot Girls. See ya. Bye. bye.